Welcome to another episode of I'm Not a Fan Unless I Have a Podcast. Uh, This particular episode, I am extremely happy to get out there. Uh, Specifically because I don't even know how many times we tried to get it done. But uh, the connection that we had on, on Anchor was just not working for the longest time. Like, this was a multi-day effort um, to get our sound quality figured out. Um, it was a lot of trial and error. We, I, I don't know how many stops I pulled out, but I'm pretty sure I pulled out all of them just short of contacting customer service. And uh, thank God I didn't have to do that. Finally, um, we got it figured out. So I am really thrilled that we were able to figure it out because the conversation that I had with our guest today, Genesis, uh, from Chicago, it was just one of the most uh, joyous and soul-filled conversations I've had um, on this podcast. And like, honestly, like that's kind of what I expect every conversation to be like, but um, it's also nothing that I can take for granted or get too comfortable, uh, not too comfortable with. That's, that's the wrong verbiage, but, um, it's, it's, it's always fresh. It's always new to me. Um, just cause I'm, I get to talk with a different person every episode and it is such an underrated thing. Um, like I would say start your own podcast so you can experience the same joy, but um, I also want people to keep listening to this one. Uh, So I don't know. I guess maybe just talk to people on the phone um, or something, or maybe it's also possible this isn't for you. Uh, (laughs) I love conversations, and I love getting right into it. I hate small talk. I love just getting right into the nitty-gritty uh, and, and spirituality of, of everything, just anything that, that you or, or, or I are feeling, uh, I love getting right into that and, and to the middle of it, uh, because that makes for the best conversation. It's riveting. It's fun. Um, we had a few hilarious moments and, uh, yeah, I, I think you guys are going to enjoy this. If you've enjoyed the rest of the podcast, there is no reason you wouldn't enjoy this episode, but I really want you to listen because this was by far the hardest I've had to work on producing any episode, um, just because of the connectivity issues. Um, I'm really thrilled that we were able to get this done. We were just about to throw in the towel and and say, you know, hey, let's uh, let's just maybe this isn't meant to be. And uh, I'm I'm glad that we finally pulled out uh, the last stops which were, uh, what it turned out to be was um, Bluetooth headphones. Bluetooth headphones for Genesis worked better than no headphones or uh, headphones that plug directly into her iPhone. So um, technology's weird, nothing's perfect, and you just got to have faith and keep trying, power through, we get it done. All right, here's the music. And then Genesis. Well, I am not a fan. Yes, I have a 
Alrighty, I got All my right. AirPods in. Sweet. All right, so you got AirPods. Uh, yes. This sounds okay thus far. Ten seconds in, can it, can it keep? Can we sustain this? Yes, I, I I think we got it. I think we figured it out. Yeah. God, that is so bizarre. Okay. Um, we did it. <laughs> we're fucking doing it. All right. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Uh, I knew the good, the Gizverse was not going to let me down like that. I knew it. <laughs> Damn straight. Okay. This is watch it like 45 seconds. It just like starts fucking Mickey Cavs drum roll of, of static. <laughs> just... <laughs> hell yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Cool. Uh, oh, my God. Th- this is, uh, and I'm, I'm going to leave this whole thing in, by the way, just because. Like we expended so much effort just trying to get connected to this. Um, Indeed. And the the funniest thing is is that like in the tutorials of of how to record with friends on Anchor, uh, yeah. they they advise against using headphones. Um, I saw that too. I watched like a little YouTube video just to like be in the know, and yeah. I saw that as well. Yeah, and uh, and those people are fucking liars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alas, here we are. Yeah, it's, it's it's like I, you know, they're they're also probably gonna say that five G causes Corona, but um, <laughs> right? You know, so, oh my gosh! I mean, so look, Anchor is a great platform, but um, but I do not stand by their opinions. Uh, yeah, I do not either. <laughs> well, at least you know for future reference that if like you don't have to go through all the this that and the other thing, you know, if it's happening, you know, throw some uh, headphones in, you might be good. Yeah. Oh god, that is that is so bizarre. Um but I'm I'm really thrilled. Like I have a major adrenaline rush that that now this is working. I know. I'm <laughs> so excited. Um <laughs> yeah, for, and for everybody listening, um you know, I haven't even introduced Genesis yet, but that's that's your name, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and um but and before before I get to the introduction, I just want to say we've been working on getting this thing connected for at least 4 days. Uh <laughs> and just dealt with tons of, of uh, technical difficulties, getting connected, audio quality being complete and utter shit. And uh, <laughs> somehow it was by going against the guidelines of Anchor uh, and, and you know, whatever little voodoo they're trying to practice. But uh, cool. anyway, thank you for being on here. Um, I'm absolutely thrilled. Uh, so where are you based? Okay, I am in Chicago. I'm in Chicago, Illinois. Sweet. Yeah, my favorite city. Um, the best city, arguably. No, I'm not trying to start beef already. I just really love Chicago. But yeah, um, when I started listening to King Gizzard, I was still going to college. So I was in Ohio. Um, oh. And so yeah, they've, they've been around with me for a while. And man, I am, I have an obsession. Like, fangirl-esque <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean i i've talked with some other super fans on here and like holy fuck like i i've i've never been a nerd before and <laughs> this is yeah. like, like 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 now I've, i feel like i kind of would be able to feel my way around uh like a comic-con or something like that uh <laughs> just with... yeah just absolutely geek out and you yeah. know what you know what i like about um like going to see them live is vastly from what I've seen I always get to the show like way too early because I don't want to miss out on merch you know I had to get Mm -hmm. some I had to get one of Jason's posters Um, yeah so 
but vastly like for two and a half hours I think I stood outside before uh, I saw him last summer in August um and it was just a big huge geek fest I mean we were like everybody was around and we were just talking King Gizzard and it's like we talked for two and a half hours about the band that we were about to go see <laughs> but everybody was having a grand old time and it was great and I I like how um just easy it is to get along like with fellow giz heads I, I so to speak I guess yeah well you know I, th- I think like I mean obviously that's really why i started this podcast you know sure i could have started like a nirvana fan podcast but uh, right um but like they don't have uh and, and just just no other band has the same kind of uh following and, and like camaraderie that that gives has like maybe you know the grateful dead is the only other uh comparable right. one and i don't know there's probably another somewhere but certainly um, but yeah the, the, it's yeah I, i've definitely felt that um Unfortunately, I, I haven't been able to talk that much gives with people uh, before shows. Um, just in general, I, I haven't lucked out with, with being uh, around a bunch of like-minded people. Oh, um, yeah. Bummer. But, well, so like the first Giz show I went to in 2018 in, in Brooklyn, New York, um, mm-hmm. I, I talked with a few people and you know, we we made idle chit-chat about Giz, but yeah, at that time, I wasn't as in like I, I wasn't yeah. as deep in as I am now because like it was actually at that show that somebody told me about the you know fan page and I was like yeah. oh I'll check this out and you know I, I was in it like I thought the memes were cute and everything and the shit posting was fun but <laughs> then the more I got into it and the more I saw like how creative all the fans were getting with all their posts and uh, and, and just like how they've been living their lives um, it, it just totally shifted my, uh, you know, you know, my consciousness also yeah. seeing them live and, and really understanding up close, like these guys are, are here to have a good time and yeah. everybody else is invited to, you know? Yeah. I have had nothing but fantastic experiences going. I'm an avid show goer. I go, I, because I have the luxury of being in Chicago. You know, most people stop in Chicago, right? Yeah, so I yeah. Get to see, I get to see shows all the time. And I've had some pretty bogus experience at shows, just people just being bogus for literally lack of a better way to put it. But yeah. I have never I have never had that at a King Gizzard show. And similarly, just the show they put on. Like, I've seen a couple of greats. I've seen, like, Roger Waters and Elton John. So I've seen some, like, some of the greats, uh, arguably, and I, I think I hate to say it, might catch some flack for this, but I think King Gizzard puts on the best show I have ever seen. No, nobody's even like come close to King Gizzard's just showmanship and the fun and the energy and whatever place they're playing is just totally unmatched to any show I've ever seen. Oh yeah, I mean that's not controversial at all in this podcast. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think we're going to be getting a ton of Elton yeah. John diehards uh, tuning into. I'm not a fan unless I have a podcast. It'd be like, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> cool logo, but I don't know what this is about. Like, <laughs> true that, true that. <laughs> uh, I, I had a lot of fun making that logo. By the way, I was, I just got yeah, that is that is a I very got, good logo. Thank you. I yeah, I just got stoned one night and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, just sick just threw stuff together like um 
Yeah, I, I consulted a, a one of my um, like a couple close friends. One who's mm-hmm. a gives head. The other one, uh, she's like, please never mention them again because I just get annoying. Um, but uh, <laughs> but I consulted both of them about the the name for the podcast just because yeah. I had I had a few you know a few options listed, and um, and this one was the one that won uh, with both of them. They don't know each other, and yeah. uh, so from that point forward, I was like, all right, well. Definitely, I should start with you know, float along, fill your lungs because that's the album that I'm parodying, yeah. and uh, and yeah, and then I just realized, like, hey, wait, I can I can get little bits of every album into yeah. this into this logo, so yeah, it was just a lot of fun, um, yeah, and it's, it's a good one, you know, it, it looks good. It's uh, definitely if you were just like scrolling through looking for any podcast to listen to, like, I, I do that as an avid podcast listener sometimes literally the cover i've started listening to podcasts because of the cover art you know so you might you might just catch some people trying to find a music podcast and be like hey what's this you know because the cover art is good yeah yeah well and thank you um and and i like i did also make it like intentionally a little bit shitty just because like uh, you know, cause, cause like I'm a fan and, and this whole thing should basically be one shit post of a podcast. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Well, and it almost, uh, it almost goes with the aesthetic, so to speak, you know, yeah. like it, I really believe it goes with the aesthetic quite a bit. Yeah. Well, thanks. And I, yeah, I, I just, this has been the most fun thing that I've worked on, um, uh, you know, all, all year. Like I, yeah. you know, so, so my background is, um, like I, I miss I before the the pandemic I was a stand up mm-hmm. comedian, um, okay, awesome. And so thank you, and so I, uh, so like I used to book a show, um, in the so I I live in the, in uh, Joshua Tree, California. It's in the desert, okay. um, and we don't have a comedy scene here, but in Palm Desert, about an hour away, uh, they have a scene. So okay. I used to book a show there, and um. You know, so that sort of got me experience with, uh, you know, with contacting people, just cold calling, you know, comedians, hitting them up on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And yeah. then like, hey, you want to come out and do a show? And um, so like that was a really fun, you know, little passion project for me, um, you know, because like I was getting good comics coming in from L.A. and stuff. And cool. uh, once that got ripped out from under me. I was just like, fuck, I need, I need something to fill the void and, and do something that I just really love. And this yeah. has been the most fun thing that I've uh, just, th- that I've even thought of doing possibly ever. Yeah. Um, that's And you know, everybody wants to start a podcast, right? Like myself included, but mm-hmm. like, it's really cool. I'm glad that you're, I hate to say this, but I'm glad that you're doing the work for it, I guess. Cause this would, I think that that would be, this would be what I would have probably gone with as well. And that's why I'm really excited to hear other people, you know, other conversations with people. When did you start listening? Do you, cause I have a good story about the first time I ever heard King Gizzard. Oh yeah. When, well, so when so- did you start? So this is going to be, I think, the eighth episode. And at this uh-huh. point, um, I have told the story of how I got started listening several oh, times. Okay. But it's okay. It, well, it's okay. I'm going to tell you. 
Um, but I just wanted to say this so the listeners weren't just like, again, seriously, <laughs> we got it. You you tried mushrooms at, toward the end of seven, 2017, and then you met up with a friend. And that friend told, uh, you know, you guys started catching up and you started talking about music. And, you, you know, and, and so actually this part I didn't mention uh, before. So I'm going to just get into that. Um, I, I told her, like, you know, I started listening to psychedelic music, uh, namely mm-hmm. the, the Black Angels. Um, okay. I like I, I heard them come on in a in a sushi restaurant that I was in in um and Sick. I re- I really <laughs> dug it so I I got out uh um what is that Shazam and mm-hmm. uh sampled it and I was like all right Black Angels I'm going to I'm going to download this album. Yeah. And uh and sure enough like the album was sick uh and then they were coming to Brooklyn a month from then so I was like all right I'll get tickets. And so I went to see them live and I was like, okay, I love psychedelic rock. And <laughs> uh, yeah, these guys are fucking great. And so I was talking with her about the Black Angels and she was like, oh, well, you, they're cool, but I haven't heard, I haven't listened to them in like 10 years. Uh, you should check out King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> and yeah. then, uh, you know, so about a week or two before then, uh, Polygon Dwanaland had just dropped. And yes. so Cr- Crumbling Castle was the first Giz song I ever heard. And I nice. just listened to the album all the way through and it just was mind boggling. I was like, I, yeah. don't know what to, I don't know what to make of this. Like, I wasn't sure. Are these guys just being weird for the sake of being weird? And like, that's their, uh, you know, they're, they're just trying to be as weird as possible. Or are they actually good? Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so obviously we know how that all panned out. Right. <laughs> so, so what's so what's your story? My story, I, I think it's a good story anyway. Um I was I was hanging out with a guy I was dating at the time. Um and uh like I said, I went to school in Ohio and um we were at like his it was like a house, but a bunch of people lived in it, right? Oh, um and the, and sorry, the, let me just stop you for a second. Um uh since I, I did I didn't get uh, your age. Yeah, so I'm turning 25. I'm 24. Currently. Okay, so 20, yeah. 24. And uh, uh, so so when were you in college? That you, So what, where, around what year was this that you discovered them? 2015. Yeah, this would have been 2015. Lucky um, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Paper Mache Dream Balloon had just come out. And ultimately, we couldn't, we couldn't smoke weed in their house because they would have like our... They went to a very conservative college and they would have RAs like pop into the house because the house was on campus. So that was like a thing that was allowed. Ugh. So we went out. Yeah. Right. Craziness. So we went out um, to one of his buddies cars and they're like, yeah, we're just going to have a quick smoke, you know, whatever. So we're sitting in the car and all of a sudden this, this dude, um, who knows, he might be listening. He may listen to this at some point. He, I'm thinking we're going to like smoke a joint or I don't know, maybe a blunt, a bowl. He pulls out this, it had to have been like a three foot tall um, bong <laughs> with the periodic table of elements on it. And I had just started smoking weed um, <laughs> and I was not prepared. Okay. And so uh, fast forward, I'm blasted. I am so incredibly high. And he's playing tunes. And the first song I heard was Sense um, off of Paper Mache Dream Balloon. And I, when I tell you, I had a, like, 
like come to God. Mo- like it was like the skies opened up and I was like, what is this? And I listened to Paper Mache Dream Balloon on repeat for months, literal months. I don't mm-hmm. know why I didn't like go back in the discography. Uh, still great album. I will say I don't listen um, to Paper Mache as often now I almost like burnt myself out um but yeah that was my smoking weed with some dudes in a car and uh (laughs) they threw it on and what's interesting is um so the kid who showed me um or put the put King Giz on um he still lives in Ohio and I was standing outside the venue last year um at uh, the Oregon Ballroom and he walks past and I was like, yo, Dylan, like, dude, what's up? He, like, you're the reason I'm here. I, I don't know if I would have ever found King Gizzard if it weren't for this random kid that I barely knew because it was like a friend of a friend thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my that was my kid. And I have been uh, might even be cringy how big of a, a fan I am. am. I, if I can tell somebody to listen to King Gizzard. I will tell them, you know, oh, yeah. I just want to, I just want to spread the gospel. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things where like, it really does hit that deep where it's just like, I have to tell other people like, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, and unfortunately, you know, like I've, I've burnt my friends out on it a lot. Um, Cause like none of my friends, it, it's weird. Like I'm a really creative person mm-hmm. and almost none of my best friends are. Uh, yeah it's a trap i suppose yeah well i mean like my best friend is uh like actually my two best friends uh are both bankers and uh dang okay and and, i mean like yeah well like one of them um uh like he's totally content just working nine to five and and just like he's he's happy with, with with his life as you know being as as that uh, yeah, yeah. the other the other one was like a little more high profile and uh he finally got burnt out and uh and and quit after 10 years at a hedge fund um and 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 i've been trying to get him into king giz but he's uh he's really a deadhead and it's very hard for him to um uh like it, it's taken him a while uh yeah. however he has finally come around on quarters um which nice. uh, and that yeah. makes sense i can see where quarters if you are dead my father is a deadhead like yeah like after high school like followed the dead around like a deadhead i grew up listening to the dead so i could see of all of their albums i could see where quarters would probably hit most closely for a deadhead yeah for sure yeah and um but uh but yeah, I mean, God, I mean, that story is just such a, uh, I, I mean, it, it's so, it's so vivid. Like, like I'm, I was able to imagine myself in your situation. Cause like, I remember when I first, uh, you know, started smoking weed in like, it, it was, uh, you know, junior year of high school um, <laughs> yeah. and it, it was incredible, but I didn't have any new music really to listen to. I just thought that, uh, um, uh, what, what, what was that? the Hendrix song um highway child um, oh, okay yeah yeah th- it, I, I heard highway child and I was just like whoa 
<laughs> that that blew my mind like like that was insane uh weed experience but um you know because like like it's way more fun when you first started and you're not as as used to being high Definitely. like now like now i i'm just high so i can uh function without like anxiety attacks and shit uh yeah <laughs> but um no and i i, I feel that it really does it's always awesome, but it definitely loses its luster. Like, it used to be something that I did for fun. Like, oh, well, like, let's go get baked. Now it's, like, get off work. Like, it's my way of chill. Like, now I'm doing it because I just got to chill out. Like, I'm, I'm a bartender, so. Oh, like... my God, yeah. <laughs> you you <laughs> so, need to chill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, now it's more of a, I would say, self-medicating type thing, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. But definitely, usually throw on a record. A lot of times it's uh, King Gizzard. My collection is growing. I don't have all 15 albums yet. I think I have like seven or eight of their albums. Um, and I only have Polygon Wanaland from um, Copper Feast Records. So it's not even, uh, you know, it's on a flightless pressing or an ATO. Um, yeah. So I I definitely at some point want to have all of the, you know, not any of the variants and the varied art and stuff. I want to have like the, you know, original pressing type. Yeah. Deal. So I, that's something I'm working on. That's cool. Yeah. So I, I actually, so I have four, four of the records. I've got mm -hmm. mind fuzz. Uh, I like the sky uh, nice. quart quarters and the fuzz club pressing of polygon Duana land. And that one, I like, I bought it because uh, somebody on the, in the group mentioned that fuzz club did a like an arguably better job of of pressing than flightless and atl really? um, okay yeah uh so i just went with that and didn't you know consult anybody else and i mean it sounds incredible um so the, the, like fuzz, the fuzz club version is the uh the one with the um the woolly mammoth on the front oh um yeah okay so i've seen that um a, a super well-known um record shop that it was the it was actually the first time i had seen king giz in a record shop um is sugar records in chicago right here mm -hmm. um and last time i was there what did i i forget oh i got infest the rat's nest i i hadn't picked that one up yet um and I saw the fuzz, they had it, but it was like $70 or something like that. It was like super expensive. And like, $70? I, I think so. Yeah. Yo, that place, some, tell an arsonist to get on that place. That's fucking absurd. Like, well, they, they <laughs> I'm always, joking. They uh. always have like crazy, like they like throw in cool stuff with their like stickers and, um, so like there's some allure to spending the extra money i suppose but just at that time i didn't really have the nobody and, and i had poly you know yeah but nobody should be spending 70 dollars on any record that's absurd like I like 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 my <laughs> like when I, when i bought that album the fuzz club edition it was 32.99 at, okay. at zia records in tempe arizona uh <laughs> like that should it should cost no more than that that's an insane markup um and i'm sure eric would agree with me yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. do you have did you get chunky do you have chunky on the way yes or no where are we at no that? no i i um i i decided like i don't need 
the chunky uh, vinyl because like I, I figured that's you know th- like like I figured that's just going to be a soundtrack to the movie and and right. I I love chunky because it was a film um, yeah, exactly. like, like it was like I, I loved the artist just the visual artistry it was basically like King Gizzard kind of doing um, uh, John Angus uh, Stewart hit a favor really by by supplying the music and and you know story for the for the or you know content for the thing and Mm -hmm. um and it was very much his film i felt which which i i loved because it was like a piece of you know like in my opinion it was it was almost like fan art that was yeah definitely that was that was condoned by the band so it would have felt weird for me to buy an album uh that was just you know the movie but the real the real reason is just that i'm extremely cheap uh <laughs> that's, that's all but right, this is how i justified it okay yeah no, uh, no like that was just my justification i got you <laughs> well and I, I i think i saw people on the page talking about how it's basically the same thing like i don't need the soundtrack to the movie um I'm on the other end of the spectrum, however. I bought the flightless pressing and the ATO pressing because I have a problem. <laughs> um, I have a shopping problem in general. And then you slip King Gizzard on anything, uh, and I'm going to purchase it probably. Uh, I actually just yesterday got like, I had gone on Etsy. Um, I wish I could drop this person's store name. Um, I don't remember. I think I just searched like King Gizzard's patches, but I got. Uh, but I need to, I'm trying to uh, create a King Giz battle jacket, so to speak. I'm a metalhead, so I've got, like, my metal battle jacket, but I need my King Giz battle jacket for <laughs> if we ever get out of uh, quarantine and I can actually see them again, which yeah. I, it's, my show is rescheduled for um, October 29th, so, like, right before Halloween, which is really exciting. I love Halloween. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm desperately hoping, but not, uh, you know, I, I want it to be safe for people to go see live music again. So there's this really huge part of me that's like, oh, just let us out so I can go see Kate Gizzard, you know, so it doesn't get postponed again. And then there's this other part of me that's like, it's probably not a great idea to have, you know, thousands of people in a crowded room uh, post pandemic or, you know that type of thing so i'm yeah. not warring with myself about that yeah I, I i hear that i just think it's so funny that you're a metalhead and it's paper mache dream balloon that got you into giz i know <laughs> well i'm a i'm a recent metalhead um i okay i had sort of so my parents um were musicians are musicians so like music has been a huge part of my life my entire life uh my my family, all of us play instruments, etc. Um, and I just got, you know, I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan, Pink Floyd, Rush, The Who, you know, like old mm-hmm. school, like classic rock. But you can only, you know, you can only listen that to for so many years. So I'm like, okay, I need something new that is completely different. And so I'm like metal. Like I've never really listened to metal. And uh, I started with Cannibal Corpse of all bands. Um, and I just yeah. got like super, super into metal. And then, uh, and I would consider myself a metalhead now. And then Infest the Rat's Nest came out. And it was like King Gizzard was giving me a big, huge, 
birthday present. It was, and it was yeah. like right after my birthday. It was so nice. It was, I listened to, because, you know, they dropped, um, I believe they dropped Superbug. Like it was a single. I don't. Um, ooh, no, they, they I... dropped three singles. It was Planet B, uh, Organ Farmer, and Self Immolate. Oh, Organ Farmer. I listened to, or that was my most listened to song on my like Spotify algorithm thing that they show you every year. Yeah, it was Organ Farmer, and I'm telling you, I had to have listened to that song. It was just, it really spoke to my little metalhead soul, you know, the whole yeah. album. Thought it was a great album. You know, I think something I really like about King Gizzard is that they they try things and they execute. You know, I, I think yeah. there are plenty of bands who have an idea and they go for it and it just doesn't land the same way. And I something I just think they're so incredibly talented that they get something in their head and they go for it. And not only do they like go for it, they do whatever it is, justice, i.e. infest the rat's nest. Um, mm-hmm. as you know a metal album from a band that is vastly psychedelic rock so i yeah. appreciate that about them and and they they threw in a bunch of you know uh psych effects in in the yeah. album like, like like you don't hear a lot of metal bands uh use you know that much delay to you know like like, like they do with so much of their stuff um yeah and uh yeah i, I mean like I think that, uh, you know, Venusian one is my favorite song off that album. Like that is I, my favorite song on the album. Yeah. I mean, it's just such that, an insane, uh, intro and just exactly, I was series that, of riffs. That beginning guitar intro, just, it just hits me r- right in the soul. And I'm like, just makes me want to headbang, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you know, I remember where I was when, uh, when infest the rat's nest dropped. Um, oh, yeah. I, I was, uh, I was driving up to Seattle. Um, mm-hmm. that, that, that's where I grew up. So I was going to see, like, I was on my way up to uh, to this cabin in the mountains that my friends had rented. And um, I was driving up from California to meet them there. Uh, we were just doing it like a weekend getaway. And yeah. um, uh, and I was stuck in traffic, um, like, in this really small mountain town and, you know, somewhere in the Cascades in Washington. And... Uh, and like just traffic wasn't moving. So everybody's in park. I listened to the whole album twice through uh, <laughs> while I was stuck. And I, I was just the happiest I've ever been in, in traffic, just yeah. in a standstill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. Um, yeah. And God, I just had to like, I, both times I had to replay uh, Venus in one. Cause I was like, wait, what, what did they just do? It was <laughs> like, and um, I- Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I I don't know how to wrap that thought up. So you go. <laughs> no, that, that's that's awesome. I um, obviously I've got some. It is no secret to people that I am a fan of King Gizzard. Um, and you know, I'm sure my friends probably get really tired of uh, you know, me trying to force feed them King Gizzard, so to speak. But I have a a good friend who is a huge metalhead guitar teacher. And I was like, he, he was like, I'm not going to listen to them because of the name. And I was like, that, you, dude, come on. Don't, that's so silly. And I've heard that before from people, which I just think is absolutely wild. But uh, we were driving around. We were going somewhere. I don't know. We were 
going to get food or something and I was driving so I had the aux cord and I put on infest the rat's nest and he had no idea it was King Gizzard yeah. and he's like this shit is awesome he's like who is this I'm like it's King Gizzard like I got you dude <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was determined um and I n- not I don't think he listens to them but he really appreciated uh infest the rat's nest and I'm like it's to be appreciated you know yeah well, you know, I think one of those things uh, that that sets them apart from you know most other bands is just how uh, just how much humility they have, and and it seems as though they're constantly trying to find the funny in oh, everything, yeah. which is like some that that's what I look for in in anything, just as a comedian, right? Uh, like, like like if if you can see if you can identify stuff that is that's silly and then turn it into this whole thing. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Um, and, and I think that's just one of the reasons they are able to, um, to just do all these vastly different, uh, projects and and albums and everything. Cause they, they, they acknowledge that it's probably going to be really silly and, and some, some things might just be totally absurd and and they're about that, you know, hence, hence their name, uh, Yeah, exactly. As far as like humility, just humility goes. um, I have yet, uh, like, I was supposed to see them in April, you know. um, Yeah, I was supposed to go to all the marathon shows. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, I feel for you. Wow. Here I am complaining about, you know, them not getting to see them in Chicago and you were supposed to be a Red Rocks. I I feel for you. You know, I, I, I actually feel for you more because uh, because I still have the tickets. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, I do too. I do too, like I said. But yeah, and there's no getting, there's, I'm not getting my hands on any Red Rock, Red Rock tickets. So, oh man, dang, I can't were, even were, believe that. Were you trying to, uh, to, to get tickets there? Um, you know what? Not actively. Uh, I, I'm, I'm 24 and I've never really traveled alone. Um, the, the most I would do is, uh, when I was in college, I worked in DC. So I would fly back and forth every other month, um, to it from Ohio to DC. And that was like the most traveling. And I, since I worked there, I got to be pretty familiar. Um, but like I said, I don't really, I wouldn't have had anybody to go with. This is my thought process. I wouldn't have had anybody to go with. I've never really traveled alone. And ultimately, uh, it was a money thing also, you know, a plane ticket, uh, hotel, this, that, and the other thing. Um, and I'm just a lowly bartender. So um, living in a very expensive place. So, but mostly I like talked myself out of it. I like, I was like, no, you don't know. I, I guess I told myself that I couldn't travel alone and go do that so I I didn't even really think of it as an option almost which is upsetting um that's like me holding myself back happens sometimes and I held myself back from that yeah well um I mean number one I I do understand that but if if the money thing wasn't the 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 the, the you know first and foremost reason I would say this is the time to rip off that bandaid, you know, like whenever the shows do end up happening, like the Gizverse provides, you'll, you'll be able to find like a, a, you know, somebody will have an extra ticket. Uh, somebody will probably have a place for you to crash as well. Uh, yeah, should, that'd be should, pretty should wild. 
Um, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, like, like I, I, I had been planning on on renting a car and I have family in, in Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was probably going to, uh, you know, just crash at, at their place. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, like you're, you're, you're young, you know, it's it's like like your 20s are, are like the best time. Like, so I just turned 30 for, for reference. Okay. Uh, your 20s are the absolute best time to do to take all the risks. Like, I know, oh, I know. <laughs> so, but look, just think of it like this. The pandemic has bought you some time uh, and, and it's not too late to, to, ch- to reverse course on this. Uh, plus, flights are super cheap. Um, right and, and I now think, would I, be the time to buy right it. I time. didn't even think about that. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and plus, you, if, if you're flying out of Chicago, a major hub to Denver, um like it should be pretty inexpensive uh, as far as flights go yeah uh, so you know i i, I don't want to you know bankrupt you but um <laughs> right but you know try try to find a way to make it happen because i i think uh you know this this is something that you owe to yourself oh man and i i don't even i uh i'm one of those people who i get emotional uh when i go see shows i have shed tears okay not like i'm crying but yeah, it's yeah. Just like you, you you like the first time i saw king gizzard um i was supposed to see them the year prior i believe which would have been 2016 maybe i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know my years anymore it's been a long time um they sold out i didn't get a ticket i like found out late um I wasn't as hard of a super fan yet. Um, so the first, when I did end up getting tickets, the next time um, they did a U.S. tour and, uh, you know, they're, they're setting up and stuff like that, I got a little emotional. I'm not going to lie. I was so excited to be seeing them um, that I shed some tears. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? Hopefully, uh, us getting to have this conversation uh, wasn't me using all of my Gizverse uh, luck, and perhaps I should try to uh, skedaddle on and try to get onto the or into the marathon sets because I can't even. Man, I cannot imagine. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think that would be wise. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> But uh, anyway, thank you so much for uh, for for coming on. Um, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, this this was a lot of fun. Uh, you seem like a wonderful person, and I would love to be able to, you know, once it, should we be able to, you know, get back to uh, concert going and everything. I would love to con- to reconnect at, at a show. Oh heck yeah! I would I would love to as well. Um, hopefully, you know, like I said. I want everybody to be safe, but I do really hope that, because I know we're all itching, many of us, you know, we're missing our shows, so I really hope that everybody um, stays safe and gets the opportunity to see King Gizzard as soon as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Those sentiments are totally reflected by me, and I'm sure all of our listenership as well, and if, if for whatever reason, somebody listening doesn't uh reciprocate then you know go fuck yourself all right i think that's a good way to end this uh podcast thank Alrighty. you so much for coming on thank you john you have a good one <laughs>